And now we're live. Well, hi, everyone, and welcome to the Nerdy Up North podcast. It's a nerdy podcast, and it's hosted by Northern Nerds. I am one of your hosts, Sam. And I'm the other host, Paul. And we're kicking off our festive season. That's the best way of saying it, the festive episode of the Nerdy Up North podcast. We, we, we're trying to we, be all Christmassy and shit. Yeah, we, well, and Donna really <laughs> has gone all out there. <laughs> um, but yes, we are starting our festive season. Or at least trying to, anyway. <laughs> It's the season to be jolly, after all. So yes, um, we are joined this evening by the lovely Donna and the amazing Michael. I'll, I'll use his first name so he'll feel like he's in trouble. Uh, <laughs> who normally? Uh, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's in a bad place. But yes, they are joining us tonight to talk about um, what I read the other day as being voted the UK's number one favourite Christmas movie. Now, how do you feel about that? Well, I think we'll get into that in a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Given that that's what today's episode's all about is the sort the film that really mm-hmm. defined ch- childhood and really made you want you to have burglars in your house. Well, I don't know about wanting to have burglars in your house. <laughs> I wanted to try some tricks. This is insight into Sammy's mindset here. Yeah, I wanted to try some tricks, but also as an adult, wonder. How did the McAllisters get that house? What was their job? <laughs> we'll answer all these questions and more later on. And we will, but for now, but for now, I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask you. It's a segment I really am trying to push over and really trying to make big. So come on, guys. What, how's your week been? What have you been watching? Just giving it the Vincent Man push after all. Like, say, even the fans don't want it. She wants it. I yes. will <laughs> give them to it anyway. <laughs> Yes. I watched Santa um, Claus and the Santa Claus 2 this week. All right. Have you not watched Santa Claus 3? No, because I, oh. I want to watch the uh, new series. Ah, oh. yes. They brought out the new show. Is, is, is it still going on each week or has it, has it come to its climax yet? I don't know. I haven't started yet. I decided to watch the movies first and then I've seen them loads of times, but I want to watch them again. Yeah, the Tim Allen one. Like, it's one of them ones where the first and second one actually are on par with how good mm-hmm. they are as well with the Christmas movies. Uh, and I always used to get mixed up because there's two Santa Claus movies, but there's Santa Claus and then there's the 1985 Dudley Moore one. So, oh, yeah. Uh, so they keep the same names, but yes. So I very bought, good. I bought that a few years ago on DVD, the uh, Dudley Moore one, and it was out of sync. Was it, The DVD was out of sync. You know you can change the DVD player to, to change, sync it back up. I had no idea. I chucked it in the bin. <laughs> <laughs> I chucked it in the bin. I didn't know actually that the new Tim Allen one was uh, a series. I thought it was a film. Yeah, it's it's uh, the, the Santa. I've forgotten the title now, but they've named it, so it's like uh, it's like trying to replace Santa now. I think so. He's oh. actually auditioning for a replacement, so he's going to going into retirement. I think. I think that's um, the premise, but I haven't watched it yet. I've been more focusing on Willow, which has been fucking phenomenal. Like I was surprised how oh. good this show is. Because like, I say, I like Willow, Willow the film, but I'm mm. not a huge Willow fan. I'm, like I was when I was a kid, but this feels like a live action uh, Dungeon and, and Dragons game and oh. stuff like that. So it's it's really entertaining. But highly recommended. I think there's only about three or four episodes out so far. So, oh, I'll have to get on it. I didn't think you do like because with it when it comes to fantasy and you, I I just can't tell. Mm-hmm. I can't. But I'm I'm quite shocked. Yeah, it's definitely better than Lord of the Rings, so give give that a mm. go. <laughs> mm. What about Goodwill? What have you been watching? I've 
I binged Wednesday. Uh, yes. this week, first two minutes, I instantly fell in love with it. Uh, <laughs> finished it on a Wednesday, so I was like, ha personal goal. Um, <laughs> after that, I binged uh, season 13 of Archer because Archer is just one of my favorite animated shows of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, because the weather's been absolutely crap and I've not been able to do anything, I've just Laid in bed playing Harry Potter and catching up on Wheeler Dealers because I'm a saddle that likes to restore cars. So I was <laughs> catch up there's on nothing, that as well. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. So so we've got news that Goodwill's been sitting in bed playing with his wand. So <laughs> you heard it here first. Goodwill. Is Sorry, mum and dad. <laughs> Goodwill. Is it the new Harry Potter game? No, it was on PlayStation Plus for free. It was the Lego Harry Potter oh, game. Oh, right, okay. Um, but I want to get through them before uh, Hogwarts. Oh, what's it called? Is it Hogwarts Legacy? Yeah, come yeah, on. I really wait. want to play that. Yeah. It's, it's so good. Isn't it, isn't it only coming out on next gen, though? That's the thing. Yeah. So. PlayStation. Me. Yeah. PlayStation uh, 5. PlayStation uh, 5. And then at the end of the year, it comes out on Switch. I'm like end buying. of next year. Oh, we've got a pre-ordered and everything. <laughs> so, 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 so to put Goodwill on the spot as well. So now you've been watched Wednesday. Have you watched our Wednesday episode? I was going to ask him that. <laughs> no. <laughs> How dare purely you? Because, purely because every time I want to watch it, I'm just like, oh, I'd rather just get this done and just get this done. And I've just been so tired. Um, We're on you Spotify. You, you can, can literally download and listen and do your stuff. I can't listen to shit. How demanding are they? I, I know. My job is to listen to people who are just like, no, 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 hold on. Put on Spotify. Fuck the rest of your job. Let's get you doing this. Yeah. <laughs> no oh, I dressed up as Wednesday and everything, and you've missed it. I haven't I seen it yet either. No, yeah, put it on her. Go on. Go on. Put it on her. I haven't finished it. But if you can binge a full season in one day, I'm sure you can waste an hour watching our podcast. I will be watching it tonight, okay? <laughs> Please don't fire me. <laughs> God, yes. You needy bitch. Make them wait, Goodwill. Make them wait. <laughs> Look what oh I'm wearing God. for you. <laughs> you needy bitch. You do realise you didn't ask for that. And you did get punished for it as well. Punished? <laughs> it depends. <laughs> um, I haven't been watching anything. Oh well, I've been trying to think what I've watched this week. I know we really want to start that eighteen. What you watch, Goodwill? Eighteen ninety nine. Yeah, we really want mm. to start that. There's loads of things I want to start, and mm-hmm. I just I'm not, I really don't have the motivation at the minute. Um, mm-hmm. I did start Dead like Dead to Me. Dead to Me, yeah. Yeah, and I like kind of watched the first six episodes, and then that's it. Like. I really have to be in the mood. Um, I watched two films over the last, like, with over the last few days as well. Um, I watched Smile. Finally caught up and got on with that. Um, it is oh. basically just a more violent version of It Follows. Right. Just, just I can to, deal with that. Just to change the premise from sleeping with someone to to give give the curse away to an, another premise, which I'll not spoil for anyone who hasn't seen it, but. It was good. That, that the idea was the idea was brilliant, but it just was poorly executed, which a lot of horror films are these days. And I, I watched one. Um, I forgot what it was called. It was called, I think it was called the Tower of Fall, a Free Fall or something. Like that. It's about um, like minimal cast. These um, like I said, it starts off 
two girls and a guy and they're climbing a rock face and the guy falls and dies. It turns out to be one of the girl's husbands. And the girl's going through like a really bad time. Like it's a year later and she doesn't know what to do with her life and her, and her friend's kind of going off being crazy. Um, like YouTuber doing all these amazing things. Mm-hmm. And to try and get her out of this funk, the, she proposes to climb this tower in America that's... Uh, it's based on a real tower, but it's it's completely fictional. But it's uh, two hundred uh, two thousand meters high up straight, right. and it's like it's like basically two Eiffel towers uh, high. And like I said, oh, we're, go- we're going to climb it. So they like I say, be the reckless young idiots and the climate, and then the ladder that they climbed up breaks off and they get stuck up there, and it's quite ah. <laughs> enclosed and uh, like the relationship unravels and stuff like that, but the whole height thing and like say so the mental game was it was brilliant to watch. Oh. but it had it had Jeffrey Dean Morgan in for like a couple of a couple of seconds Ooh. in as one of the fathers. Oh right. So, so, now we're talking. <laughs> yeah. So um it, it was like weird having him in it, but only in it for like a fleeting moments and not really having much impact. Oh. So it's kind of like just having them in for, for for name's sake, if that makes sense. Yeah. Just for the de- just for like the, the Blu-ray cover, where it's just like yeah. Morgan, and he's just like mm. for three seconds. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I sorry, I've just remembered. I did watch something. I watched Black Adam on Friday, mm-hmm. and I I did not enjoy it. I know you were disappointed. I didn't think it was, was. too bad. I thought I thought it ticked the boxes and did its job. There was some there was some redeeming qualities in it. Um, Pete Brosnan. Excuse me. Uh, Pierce Brosnan was absolutely phenomenal. The Rock was really good. I I can't knock what he did. He he played a brilliant part, but for some reason, halfway through, I just I was like, I'm not feeling this at all. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I think it's moving way too fast for us. And um, the action was really good. Like I say, there's redeeming qualities in it, but I just was not feeling it. And I never feel like. And I sat through Aquaman and found good parts in that. Yeah. What's going I, on with DC at the moment, though? That's one thing I wanted to talk about as well, because the news mm. coming out, because James Gunn has kind of just lobbed his cockroach and went, I'm on this now. And he's just mm. wagging like, his big dick in front of everyone saying, I yeah. can do what I want, basically. <laughs> <laughs> he re- but no, he really is. He's told Patty, <laughs> Je- he's told Patty Jenkins, Wonder Woman 3's not happening. Yeah. Well, no, I'm no, he did, he, he did give her the option, said, your script is bad. <laughs> he actually said this to her, he went, your script's terrible. Mm-hmm. We can rewrite the script, and but she went, no, I want to do these story arcs. And he went, okay, then, bye. <laughs> well, let's so, be honest. Let's be honest. As a director, she was brilliant for Wonder Woman 1. Yeah. As a writer and a director for Wonder Woman 2, it was fucking terrible. So it James Gunn has sort of come out and just went, look, you're good at this. You're kind of not good at this. So mm-hmm. how about you just meet us in the middle? No, no. Right, okay, bye. I yeah. love it. I love the fact he's yeah. got he's literally cleaning house. Mm. Yeah. Man of Steel 2 cancelled, but apparently he's hinting that Henry Carvile is still mm-hmm. the suit man. He's not going to change that. That's one thing he has said. Um isn't that, isn't that why he jacked in uh, the Witcher? Yeah, but yeah. but that was because because Man of Steel 2 was a like, greenlit and literally last week he said no, not would start no. again. But apparently it's going to be um, Henry Carvel. Batfleck is now gone again. Again, apparently he's not. Um, Affleck, Affleck's not been brought back. That's such but, a shame. The biggest change, matter. yeah. The biggest <laughs> change that they've um, they've announced, well, not announced, but what they've hinted at, 
Jason Momoa is staying in the DC universe, but Aquaman's fucking off. Say hello to Lobo. Oh, what perfect casting. Mm. I actually like that. Yeah. I really like that. So how are they going to explain away Aquaman? Com- completely new stat. It's very uh, magic. Oh, so it's, it's, it's a reset button. Yeah. Yeah, but the thing is, though, they've got a film coming up that can do that. Flashpoints. <gasps> got the flashpoints, that's it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I didn't What's mind going them? on? Sorry, sorry, sorry. What's no, going on with the Aquaman sequel? It's coming out. They'll bring it out, but um, they're not. I don't think. I think that at the stage now they can release the film because it's it's pretty much done. Mm. It's not going to be like a back 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 girl situation because that was going to go to stream and that wasn't going to the cinema. This one is getting a cinema release, so they will mm. release that film. I think the starting point is going to be Blue Beetle. I think that's yes. going to be the the, the 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 starting point and go from there because. He's supposed to be very excited about Blue Beetle and where it's going. We'll probably see characters that we've never seen in DC, mm-hmm. which does get me very excited. And as I said, with a small character like uh, Peacemaker, what James Gunn did there, he could pick up any character I feel like probably mm-hmm. lesser known. Like imagine if he got these hands on John Constantine. <gasps> like, just oh, to I just see got dark. chills. I just got chills thinking you, of that. Do you think? Do you think that James Gunn? is the John Favreau and Dave Filoni of DC, where they've ki- they've come in and they've literally mm-hmm. just got Mandalorian. Yeah, snap it. Oh, what, this one? Yeah, after Clone Wars? Yeah, no problem. They've smashed it out the park, and I, I think James Gunn is, is DC's saviour for that franchise. Oh, absolutely. I, think, I believe it is, anyway. I think, if you look at his back history as well, Marvel have completely fucked up. This situation as well, just the way the handle James Gunn. Yeah. Ben up they got him back to finish uh, Guardians Three because that was his baby. That's how he wanted it to end. Because they could have pretty much, like, say, got him like to work with Kevin Feige and done this thing. Because what he gave us with the Guardians is like, if you take it out of the like the MCU or the Avengers world and stuff like that, as a standalone, it is probably the better, the best storytelling oh. that we've had. Literally the only <gasps> MC, MCU film I am looking forward to. Mm-hmm. And even the Christmas special was entertaining, which oh. I, I wasn't expecting. It was just so so much fun. But that's what James Gunn is so good at is take us the Guardians up until the point of the first trailer. Nobody had a fucking clue. Mm-hmm. Nobody had a clue of what was of who these people were, and he's managed to create or put onto screen uh, its family. I always see that film is family and he's so fucking good at it and then but, peacemaker oh yeah and and hopefully if like say if we can get people to, to bid or pay money to donna if we can get the peacemaker dance for christmas <gasps> uh, i'll just put it out there now just like say to get the peer pressure in guys like say everyone get the votes get 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 the love for donna now <laughs> get on the facebook community and let donna know that you want to see this dance because last was it last christmas donna did a dance yeah, we've got yeah, yeah. Saturday night, Saturday night Saturday fever. Night fever, wasn't it? that's right. <laughs> so I think, yeah, I think everyone should get on the Facebook community page and start asking to oh, not tell tell Donna, tell Donna yeah, to do that dance. We need a Donna. That dance was on off. a random whim though. <laughs> <laughs> it was brilliant though. It was so good. Well, to be fair, like because it's a lot of pressure on Donna, bless her. I tell you what, if she wants to do something like the pacemaker dance, I'll try and arrange something where we get every, like videos for everyone of the team. Doing a part. Oh, 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 oh,
<laughs> that's correct. No, that's fine. Because like I say, we threw Donna under the bus, so I'm throwing everyone else. So I might uh, throw a little bit of power my way and say, right, executive decision, we're all helping Donna out. What do you say? I'm out. <laughs> it would make more sense of what in the same room, don't it? <laughs> oh, no. We were we were just all in the one room not long ago. We could have done it all then. That'd have been mint. That actually, that'd have been so random. Just burst in, just at the end of the show, just burst into the basic dance. To oh. throw Paul further under the bus, Sonicon main stage dance. Oh, be fair. I've done the truffle shuffle on it. I'm not scared. That's true. <laughs> that is true. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this planning and ideas, eh? <laughs> Well, right. Donna, we'll, we'll, six months to practice that's all. Donna, we'll get you dressed up as eagly you can wear an eagly outfit <laughs> <laughs> right are we ready to move on to the disclaimer so we can start talking about this oh i forgot what film we were doing there <laughs> <laughs> turning into a dc podcast for a little bit there, i did yeah i was like oh hang on <laughs> uh, blue beetle though the poster looked mint and it's the kid mm-hmm. from uh cobra kai mm-hmm so it looks really cool. Right. Disclaimer. So everything discussed in today's episode is our opinions and our opinions alone. If you'd like to discuss anything from today's episode, please come and join us in the Facebook group where we can have an open discussion. Uh, what we won't have is anyone coming for us and telling us our opinions are wrong. We can all agree to disagree in fandoms. So let's keep it fun, keep it kind and keep the toxic behaviour out of nerdism. Very well done there. Yes. And with it being the Christmas season as well, we were meant to have a special guest on tonight, but unfortunately she has been a little bit unwell. So if, if you look in the pictures that do scroll past and you wonder, think that's not out of Home Alone. That is the lovely Amanda that wasn't meant to join us. She is one of the team that behind the scenes that keeps everyone well behaved. To be honest, she's the scariest one out of us. <laughs> um, oh, and, she's lovely. And she is the self-confessed queen of Christmas. So we thought it would have been nice to get her uh, involved like say with the podcast at last and talk about something that she loves. She's been trying to t- talk about it since the end of Halloween. Uh, That's true. <laughs> that is but, true. <laughs> but yes, but I uh, hope you do feel better if you're listening, Amanda, and uh, we'll get you on soon. Don't worry. But yes, so Home Alone. So a little little film that turned up in 1985. Is that correct? I am just on Wikipedia right oh, now because I generally can't sure remember. I thought it was 90s. I think it was um, 1990. It was 1990. Right, okay. I, I was, guess I thought I was a lot younger <laughs> when I first watched this. <laughs> the film is an 80s film. This one is a uh, hashtag teen 90s. Oh, uh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. Um, and you remember when you first watched this film? No. Did you put the pictures to see it? Did you see it like on VHS? Or... I wasn't born, so I don't think so. Get her off. <laughs> Don't, don't say like don't say like that. You'll get Donna excited. So don't. Sorry, sorry. Um, I actually do remember. I I didn't see it at the pictures in the end, but I did go to the pictures to go and see it at the Metro Centre. Right. And we all sat down, and it was just about to start, and the police and the bomb squad came in. Um, IRA bomb scare. <laughs> right, so okay. we had we had to leave. Um, yeah, the Metro Centre was going through a lot of bomb scares at the time, um, mm-hmm. and yeah, we had we were asked to leave. So I really think that I may have seen this at home. Mm-hmm. I think. Okay. What about you, Goodwill? God, it must have been on telly when I was very young. Um... <clears throat> must have been mid 90s i i vividly remember 
<clears throat> watching it um, in December 1997 mm-hmm. uh, when I was a wee little nipper at <laughs> the age of nine. Um, Did you have frosted it, tips back then as well? No, I had ginger mop head. Oh, <laughs> are you from old Beasley? <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> Ronald Weasley. Um, no, was, uh, Sorry, Goodwill. I'll stop. Leviosan. Um, uh, yeah, so it was December '97, and I vividly remember it because um, my my grandmother very rarely laughed, and this was the only film where mm-hmm. she not only laughed, she hysterically laughed all the way through the, oh. the last half of the film and there was tears down her face and even to this day now at the tender age of 80 she will still hysterically laugh oh, at I this love film that. and that and that cemented it and then it became every year a traditional film to watch at christmas because mm-hmm. no matter how many times you watch it you mm-hmm. still laugh because yeah. there's always that one thing that goes yeah that's absolutely fucking hilarious that. yeah yeah very fond memories yeah. So, so, so you then I was a fan of like random violence by that was that was <laughs> yeah. given out to, by youngsters to to that day. Good job we didn't try and carry it out. That. <laughs> but oh, I love that story. I, I love it. It's I, so it, sweet. It, 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 like I say, just seeing your smile on your face as you were telling that 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 was cute. Well, bless you. I'm sorry that I called you Ronald Weasley before it. What about what about Donna? What when were you when did you first see this? I can't remember when I first seen it. It just feels like something that's always been there, like a tradition. But I don't mm-hmm. remember the first time. I just know I also find it hilarious. Um, but yeah, it's just something that we'll watch every Christmas. Mm-hmm. And is it like on Christmas or is it just before Christmas? Or is it like, because to me, this is always a, not a Christmas day or Christmas Eve mm-hmm. film. This is the, like a lead up, like, yeah. bef- like a warm up type of thing. It's yeah, that time where you, you break up, isn't it, from school and it's like mm. the, the the movie start coming on telly. It's always it's on in the a... summer for some reason as well. Yeah, it is. It gets put it gets put on Netflix in the summer. To be fair, I have watched it during the year, not at Christmas too. <laughs> I can't do it. I physically can't do it. I don't know. I, I can't watch any Christmas film that is not it has to be December, even though I've not watched any at all this year um but no home alone has to be it is a lead-up film and it has to be mm-hmm. before christmas eve mm. so me it was i don't know if it was the second or third pirate video i actually watched Get in. <laughs> uh, Get in. this one was a like i said um we never actually owned the pirate copy for this one because the others did i think the first one was the turtles and the second one was Jurassic Park. Um, Jurassic Park must have been going through the circulations, man, because we got it. Yeah. That's how I watched it. Yeah, but I remember my dad coming in. Like I say it was just like a Sunday or Saturday, like just chilling, nothing to do. Um, and he just put this video on. He went, "Oh, people at work talking about this. I've lent it off my mates." Um, so I watched it, and I just saw he saw the like the house coming in, but it was one of the ones where they had the trailers on before as well. I remember when videos VHSs uh, used to have uh, yeah. movie trailers <laughs> before, um, like see, so you used to like, watch them. But I can't remember the films before, um, 
Oh, like, see, my mind's went blank when it might have been like Beetlejuice or something like that, but I'm not, not 100%. But um, I just remember that I'd say the tune that you can probably hear in the background now. Mm-hmm. Um, and the house come together, and I was like, what the fuck is this? Um, <laughs> it's like, John was, Hughes. <laughs> uh, what, like, what's happening here? And then, like, say, as soon as you see the house and the family, and then the chaos reigns, and it's it's just like, say, entertaining from start to finish. And, the cast in this as well, like say the cast, like for like say, a, like a, a lesser known film, like say this wasn't a, like a big release. Like I can't remember like any mm. cinema like trailers or posters or anything. This is one of the ones that when it hit VHS, it blew up. It went absolutely massive. It was like one of the like biggest VHSs. I, I can't remember because everyone wanted Home Alone on VHS. Yeah, totally. The cast, just before we jump into the cast, the director himself, who is Chris Mm -hmm. Columbus, who was the director of Harry Potter Mm -hmm. 1, 2 and 3. (laughs) There you go. There's a Harry Potter connection. Now, Chris Columbus has done, like, say, one stuff, but I know, I remember, I think he got this because a film that he was given before he couldn't handle. I can't remember now. So it was kind of like he was directing a film and they had to take him off it. So John Hughes gave him this one. He was I can't a, remember. It, it, it's probably right because John. He was a John Hughes um, like apprentice. Like it was his mm-hmm. prote- his protege. But I've mm-hmm. just looked at his caliber of work and wow, like yeah. Mrs. Mrs. Doubtfire, Adventures mm-hmm. of Babysitting, the Harry mm-hmm. Potters, the Home Alones. Like he's he, he's done some good work <laughs> oh no chris columbus is massive but i remember him starting out like i think it, it was on like uh, the movies that made us when like say one of the films that i told mm-hmm. you about was home alone that did the interview and he was basically meant to be directing another john hughes film with a big like with the cast and he wasn't getting on with the cast type thing so they, they moved him off that and said right i've got this little thing for you to try called home alone and and that's what, like, see, it was his first big movie before. But again, I, I can't, can't remember the was film. It, um, I'm trying to find it now. It wasn't St. Elmo's Fire, was it? Oh, I can't remember. No, I don't think so. It wasn't that, like, see, but it, it just had lots of clashes. Like, um, oh, that's a shame. But, like, oh, as you said, <laughs> that's the thing. Things happen for a reason as well. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, as you said, with a cast like Catherine O'Hare, um, O'Hara, sorry, um, Joe Pesci, um, like even uh, the the amazing John uh, John Candy was in it as well. Even though uh, he was supposed to be a pain in the ass to work with as well. Well, that's the reason why he's not in <laughs> Ghostbusters. But John Candy is actually not credited in this film at all because he worked for No Pay. Yeah, um, he did it as a favor, so he's not actually credited in it. But I have heard that John Candy was a nightmare on this, but I think it was more fun nightmare than it was mm-hmm. actual nightmare for Ghostbusters. <laughs> no, it was kind of like everything he wanted to be involved with. He just had so many ideas and that's probably just the caliber of person he was. He just mm-hmm. like, he was supposed to be just this small little part in a van playing poker music, but he kept, just kept an ad-libbing and adding stuff and like the cast meant have kept on like just breaking down laughing in, with him and stuff like that. So, is that John uh, Candy? Yeah, yeah, there is a yeah. scene with him and Catherine O'Hara in the back of the van where you can see how tightly pursed her lips are because she's trying her hardest not to laugh. She's, <laughs> she looks so serious in the scene, but I think she is just trying to keep it together. Because it's where he hands her the flute or the clarinet or something, and he's like, "Play along." 
I've I've just seen there. He did all of his scenes in one day, and it was a yeah. twenty-three hour day. Mm-hmm. That's insane. I was trying to find what movie um, Chris Columbus was was taken away from. I can't for the life of me find it. twenty-three hours. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was. He's a. He's a. He was a. He was a master of his craft. He was brilliant. But I, I'd say anything that he did, like say I loved. Like say I don't think there's a bad John Candy film out there. Mm. Like say if there is, don't show us it because it'll break my heart. Oh. <laughs> but yes, um, as was said before, um, like just before, I, I I've read somewhere that this has been voted the UK's not the world's the UK's favorite uh, Christmas film. I would like. Is that just because of like our sense of humor more than anything else, or like why would you think that would be the case? Well, I generally thought we had a decent, not only sense of humor, but we weren't as strict until we did the turtles episode and realized how much we couldn't paste that. So, um, <laughs> I don't know. I think I just think from start to finish, there's nothing in this that's offensive. It's fun. It's mm-hmm. funny. I don't think there's anything in there that you cannot not. You can't pick a scene and go, oh, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Or this doesn't work because it yeah. all works. It's it's all round. Mm-hmm. Brilliant it film. Be, it, it could be the the British people's um, classic love of slapstick comedy. Oh, um, yeah. But also, um, Home Alone has that um, timeless multi generational quality where mm. father, son, grandmother, granddad can mm-hmm. all just yeah. gather around and just laugh. Uh, the one singular movie you don't have to you know it's it's just so what's what's the word it's so um innocent it's so innocent but it's 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 appealing to a universal appeal yeah it's universally yeah you know it's got a universal appeal Mm -hmm. um and i think because it was heavily obviously in the mid 90s as well it was heavily ran on terrestrial tv mm-hmm. which you know four channels up then to five <laughs> yeah <laughs> when no. we did on it now <laughs> else is on yeah shout out to spice girls propping channel five but oh when God, you I are that. <laughs> when you are you know when home alone's on it's like oh yeah let's go let's watch home alone and you can just all gather around as a family and i think yeah. it's, it, i think it is one of the last films that you could all gather around as a family and watch and all love and all enjoy together. It's also one of those films that you can put on at any point and still watch it. You don't have mm-hmm. to go back to the beginning. You could simply yeah. just watch it from that point. I don't think Beth took part in the study of the <laughs> most favourite um, UK Christmas film by the looks in the comments. But <laughs> Yeah, I'm just laughing my head off at it because it's like, no, it's shit. It's like, sorry, Beth, <laughs> this might not be the episode for you, love. It may, may not be, love. <laughs> You know, it's kind of like carry-on films, really. Everyone here loves them, but it's like a, a full family version of it, and it kind of shows, like, the chaotic life of people here, like, they're running to school and everything like that, and the Margarita Pizza and all that stuff. It just, I don't know, it just shows your kind of, like, chaotic life at the beginning of it. But yeah. it is, like, very, like, carry-on. Everybody loves carry-on films, and they're the one you can show your kids. That's true. I, I, I do think, like, as you said, it deals with like real family issues and stuff if you've got a big family it's like like the whole argument with the pizza and stuff like that and getting up yeah. getting on with like your siblings and like being picked on for being um like say the small annoying loud one as well so it, it does like resonate uh to a degree like say that like element 
one question before we do start talking about like how like the movie turns. One thing I did realize, like said, when you watch this movie back, it's it's not one of the ones that's aged badly or anything. As you said, there's no offense of anything anything offensive in. It's fun. It's it's lighthearted. Um, it's very violent, but again, that's a good thing. Um, why if they try to remake it or keep doing it so many times after when it didn't need to be done? If that makes sense, because I know the data. I know, but the the data. Like I say, a remake last year, like for Disney Plus, which was god awfully bad. And again, mm-hmm. I don't like slating things because I, I love the people that was involved, like the actresses and actresses and actors who who were in it. Like some of my favorite comedians are, are, are comedy actors in this day. Like say, um, like I, the American Rob something, he was brilliant in Catastrophe. And mm-hmm. um, like I say, they they had an Irish lass doing a an English a posh English accent, which was just so bizarre and the most annoying kid that was just like out of um Jojo Rabbit but he was just so irritating and nothing likable about it as well. Didn't they, hmm? didn't they have a tagline to basically it was even the tagline for the film was just a, a, a fuck you to the Home Alone fans. Wasn't it something like some traditions are meant to be broken or something like that? And he had the I think so I smirking <laughs> cheeky I to, bastards. I just wanted to deck off Kid. Oh, it's, it was unwatchable. We got about mm. half an hour into it, and I just went, nah. And I'm not one. To, I think I've only ever turned one film off halfway through, and that was um, Doctor Doolittle with Robert No uh, Sherlock with Robert Downey Jr. Fucking awful. <laughs> um, and I couldn't. I could not sit and watch it. It was absolutely atrocious. I generally feel that when it comes to films like Home Alone, we will for. Uh, sorry, did that shock you? <laughs> I'm going that to find your face and Photoshop a Goodwill. But not just the remake. There's, I think, there's been four sequels, there's... like actual from different ones. There's Home Alone, Home Alone Two, Home Alone Three, and Home Alone Four. Why do so... I feel like the Hillary Swank was in one of them, or am I just really thinking that because she was in the Karate Kid one? <laughs> she was in Karate Kid Five, I think. Because <laughs> Home Alone 3 came out in, like, very close to Home Alone 2, didn't it? Like, two, three years after? Yeah. Wasn't, that's when wasn't the it re- direct to VHS, though? Yes. Yeah. It's it's when the uh, straight DVD things start coming out. It was, like, with uh, the American Pies start churning out all the straight DVDs, like Stifler's Mom's Adventure and stuff like that. That was that the kind of big, the big craze. It? It's not canon. <laughs> but, yes, that's the thing. Like, to me, the canon version of Home Alone is Home Alone 1 and 2. Yeah. Yes. That's one I would say, like the Kevin story. Now let's start with Kevin's story because, as you, as you said, that house. That house. Uh, and I know I, we always joke as well. Like, what did Kevin's dad do? What did, I would love to know. But uh, apparently, he was in an episode of The Sopranos <laughs> as, um, a, as a corrupt cop. Well, as a corrupt cop. So, so he's either a drug lord or an escort. I'm saying. He, so, you know, he's in Chicago. He's in the. <laughs> You know, waste disposal business. Mm-hmm. So, mm, come on, the house maybe, is blurred on Google Earth, guys. Come maybe. on now. The actor um, is John Hurd. Um, mm-hmm. He's also in Big. Um, yes. I was wondering. I couldn't remember which. I knew he was in like a big film from the eighties. I couldn't remember what it was. And White Chicks as well. <laughs> um, oh, he's been in loads. He's been in so many things that like you wouldn't realize. But no he is no longer. He, he's yeah. no longer with us. No, he died in twenty seventeen. Um, but you see, oh, excuse me. You see, his mum has fashion things. Mm. I'm going to have to mute myself. Sorry. 
Oh, we've lost the sign. Like that kid off recess, the one while the stuff on his court. <laughs> well, the stuff on his oh, <laughs> dodgy dealings and stuff like that. There's definitely something not not quite right, uh, like say in the family. But look, what I always love to try and do as as well, because like you've got like all them kids, you try and work out who who is Kevin's brothers and sisters. Because the ginger kid is, uh, I'm sure he's Kevin's brother. There's Buzz, and I'm sure one of the girls is. But again, then there's there's so many different ones that you try and work out, like from the family. Mm, there's I know twins. There's twins, there's full there's of that pisses the bed. <clears throat> yeah, sorry about that. I could feel my juice going down the wrong way. <laughs> How many kids, How many kids <clears throat> did that have? Because I know the opening, it's like, it's the whole family. But how many, how many It was a question that? that I got asked on a quiz the other day. Um, and I think it was five. It's more kids. In the McAllister's or like the whole In the, in the McAllister's. McAllister's, right. Because there, there was the uncle that was the dick. Was he it, like, <laughs> well, the way he spoke to him, he was. <laughs> like, yeah, so he was like, <laughs> yeah, he went full knobhead. But the whole like experience, like I love Buzz, and I thought Buzz was quite a humorous character as well, even though he was a like complete typical Bell End older brother. But um, like I said, the other ones kind of just got like side things. Everyone because it was the one that said, "Oh, I don't know why you're worrying, Kevin." Uh, Mum will pack. Uh, We'll pack your suitcase as well. You're the you're what the French call Liz uh Liz in com- Compton. Yeah. Liz in Compton. Uh, there was five. Um mm. there was five that's including Kevin. And they were all ginger except Kevin. And right. Buzz. <laughs> but the Buzz man d- the man has Buzz was a sacred ginger. Buzz was a sacred ginger. You yeah, could see your ginger there. <laughs> it was in his face, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um his mum has red hair though. What I was gonna yeah. say before I started choking um was you see around the bedroom, she has um, fashion stands everywhere. So I, th- I always thought his mom was high up in fashion and it was the mom who got the money, not the dad. <laughs> but they didn't, like, because when you talk about it as well, they didn't pay for the trip to Paris. It was his brother that paid for the trip to Paris. That's right. They all Because they all had money. They all yeah, had money. So... It was the 90s. Everyone had money. <laughs> oh, I bet he made like 40 grand a year and was able to afford that massive mansion back in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> Most likely. The underhand table uh, gestures and stuff like say with these. Um but I always find it funny that like say he played a like a corrupt cop in the Sopranos as well. So I was like the half back to that. But um <laughs> and what a, extended like, universe. <laughs> yeah. And what a like I say a stroke of genius is having Joe Pesci as as the main bad guy as well. Um like see, because he kind of throws you at the start when he's standing there as a as a copper. Uh, as a police officer just trying to get some information and the whole chaotic like say everything that goes on in that house is just mental like from the start uh, to, to basically when they're leaving towards the the, the airport the next year like mm-hmm. it's just a non-stop but to me as well because that, that's one thing I used to love about America uh, when you see these shows how nice do them pizzas look Oh, like God, just looking yeah. back now, it made us it makes us hungry just thinking about it. Yeah, it, it, but that's America all over, isn't it? It's just how amazing their pizza looks. Um, yeah, I was devastated. It was a Pepsi that was spill on it. Yeah, uh, got it. Oh yeah, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, it wasn't Coke then. Because it was like, say that that's the Brandon. You always got the good Brandon in. Yes, that's true. <laughs> Didn't it? Did anyone else used to do that when when you <laughs> used to see like advertisements on screen just go? Mm, I see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think we did in Wayne's World, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Pause advertisement. They have a slice of this pizza. But yeah, uh, see, they didn't have a, a brand pizza in there. It was just a standard uh, delivery. And um, what was it? 100, uh, 125 bucks for 12 pizzas. Plus like that. But the question is as it's Chicago, was it deep dish? No, it definitely wasn't no. deep. There was no oh. deep dishes there. No, it was just bog standard, but it did look absolutely amazing. I, and, and honestly, I'd have been upset if my plain cheesy pizza had been touched. And I'd I been loved, absolutely devastated. And I loved finding out when I was older as well that that, that the kid in it that pissed the bed was actually uh, <laughs> um, McAllister. He was, uh, uh, not uh, uh, Colgan, sorry. Yes, he was. Uh, he was Macaulay's little brother type thing. Yeah, it's Kieran, uh, Kieran McCulkin. He's in um, Scott Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Um, yeah. yeah, he's he's he looks exactly like. <laughs> oh, they could have, they could have been brothers, so it was good that they were cousins, I guess. <laughs> well, that's like to talk a bit of a, like a sad aspect to the film because I know these films do bring a, a lot of joy and like are amazing, like say, to watch, but. Poor Macaulay McCulkin, after they've made these films, he's had a bit of a rough life. Like, it, it didn't turn out the way he probably was expecting. Like, see, I know he had trouble with his parents. He was one of the first high-profile cases, I believe, that divorced his parents as yeah, well. Yeah, emanci- is it emancipated? Is that the word? Um, he emancipated yeah. from his parents. Yeah, because they were... It, mm. It's Unfortunately, it's a sad case of affairs when it comes down to children and their finances. They get them completely taken away from them and then parents get too greedy. And that's what but and that's what they did. And then they got their other brother... Because there's... The, Kieran's obviously an actor, and um, then you've got the kid from Scream Four. He's a Culkin, and mm-hmm. um, gone with the long hair. He and mm-hmm. they just they were just putting their kids into. But obviously, Macaulay was making mega mm-hmm. mega bucks, mega bucks, and having it all taken away from him. And and allegedly, he was very friendly with Michael Jackson, but we'll leave that there. Yes, yes, he was. Um, he also he just he just went through a high profile divorce with his parents. He got married very young. Mm-hmm. He got married like about 16, maybe 16, 17, 18, but it was really, really young. Um, and then he had a, then he went into kind of obscurity and mm-hmm. come out yeah, a few years later where he'd been in a long-term relationship with Amelia Kunis mm-hmm. um, and just started to put his life back together. Just, mm-hmm. you know, he does a very successful podcast. Oh, well. Uh, funny ears. <laughs> he's he's a regular on um red letter media uh where they review movies and it's it's astonishing to see uh his life from obviously in the movies when he was like a 10 year old kid mm-hmm. to how mm-hmm. he was in the the, the mid noughties where he was like oh my god that's macaulay Culkin. like he was just a, a slither of a man yeah um and you look at him now and it's 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 heartwarming to to yeah. look at all of his, I mean, his early life was was fucking dreadful with his parents and all the rumors about Michael Jackson. And like you look at him now, and he, do you know, he just looks happy. He, looks, he looks healthy. Content. Yeah, yeah, he, he looks he's, healthy. He's found he's found his place, and he just yeah, he just looks happy within pop culture as well. Everything mm-hmm. surrounds around pop culture, and as Lee pointed out, food. He loves food. Um. He also the the first time I remember seeing him on the like after you know many many years of him just being not heard of was Party Monster. Mm-hmm. 
he played uh, Michael Alec and he played him absolutely perfect. Like chef's kiss to that performance. It was amazing. Um, I know yeah. you've talked about that before, but yeah, like I said, it's been a bit of a journey. Uh, but yeah, um, so let's go back to the movie as well. Um, like I said, I, like I said, there's certain bits, like as you watch, there's quotable bits that you can never forget. Mm-hmm. And there's little things that you like you watch now and you're still kind of, as you said, it rises a smile and you piss yourself. I just love the elements, like say, I, I, like when the wet bandits do get involved mm-hmm. and, the, and the whole trickery in the house as well. But that them are the bits where you'd laugh at as well. But there's real emotional moments in this as well that you don't get. Like when, and it does play out perfectly. Like when Buzz tells the story about the the, the, the gritter and how he, mm. he's a serial killer and that how how he disposes the bodies like through the salt that terrified me as a kid that the whole story and everything really did scare us so when you see that little side story going through when he's in the the, the shop with a toothbrush and you see him put his hand on the the desk and the see that he's cut his hand there's blood and it's kind of like little things that just freak you out all the way through and then when you find out his like story in the church and how he's had a fallen out with his uh, son and he can't see his granddaughter and it's only time. It proper pulls on all the heartstrings and it, that's where the Christmassy feel and the Christmassy like like moments come from. In my eyes, that's what I love about it. It's the um the moment where he shouts for his mum. It's the mm-hmm. first time it's the, when he shouts for his mum when he's scared, and it's the first time you kind of hear him as a child. As or you recognize him as a child, like that is a child on his own, and he doesn't have his mom, and it's heartbreaking. I don't get a lot of um, I get more funnies from this. Like mm-hmm. I really like my insides are chuckling over half the stuff that me and my sister quote, but I don't want to jump ahead, so I'll wait. My wait. <laughs> so just the interesting <gasps> bits as well. I would love to know, Donna. What would what are your favorite like memories or moments in the movie? Um, definitely probably is the funniest part is where Marv's getting electrocuted. Like the first, <laughs> I, I, I know every time I say this, I literally can't stop laughing. It's just the best Home part Alone of the movie. I get... It's Home Alone 2, he gets electrocuted in the, um, I'm sure of it. Home it is, Alone. isn't it? Yeah, it's kind of merging them into the same movie now. Yeah, he gets, he gets, yeah, it's a movie, don't worry. It's fine, but he gets, yes, there's a lot of repeated scenes, yeah. We're only doing Home Alone 1, no Home Alone 2. We can do Home Alone 2 as well if you want. So, yeah, I want to talk about Home Alone 2. That's just the best part of all Home Alones. Yeah, but it's not, well, it's not talk about the cameo from Trump. That's the thing. Being cut out. <laughs> it doesn't exist anymore. It does. So, so the the electrocution scene is that where you see him go as a skeleton as well? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, say that, but it, I, I just love it how, like, see, he's got all these abandoned houses, like that New York New York apartment where his brother's meant to be there, but like it's getting renovated and stuff like that. It's just absolutely fabulous. Again, another probably a multi million pound apartment that the family supposedly own. But yeah, it took me oh, years to realize the what the sh- <laughs> it took me realize to years what the shoot was from going from the house to the ground. I did not, you know, like the, the shoot that it's the bin shoot, but I mm-hmm. did not know what that was for a lot of times. My honestly, from Home Alone two, when mm-hmm. the bricks when the bricks are getting thrown, 
that's the funny just... that is literally the funniest part is when the bricks are getting thrown because he then does the line <laughs> and we we say that to my mum's dog and she goes if shit like a this, this, the sounds of the bricks hitting as well. It's just horrendous. Oh, God. It's his, honestly, the guy who plays him, what's his name? Um, he's absolutely brilliant. Um, Daniel Stern. Yeah. He's so funny. His comedy timing is just brilliant. Yeah. The spider moment where he, where he screams, he's not actually screaming. No, no, he's actually terrified. No, no, he had to, he had to film it silent. So he had to pretend to scream because if they did it in real life, that spider would have just ran away. So he had I'll, to, they had him. to, or bit him. <laughs> so they had to, so in order for the spider to cross his face as they wanted to film, they had to, he had to do it in silence. There's my useless knowledge of Home Alone. <laughs> what about you, Goodwill? What, what's your favorite bit? Oh, God. In the, in the franchise? <clears throat> well, from, from Home Alone, uh, one. Just Joe Pesci getting the absolute shit kicked out of him by Kevin's traps. <laughs> when he burns his hand on the top. Rudy Rush. Oh, it's it's when Marv uh one there's one squeamish part and it's where there's there's tar on the stairs. <gasps> yeah. And his shoe comes off. Yeah. And his sock comes off. And then the nail goes in the foot. And I'm like, oh, because yeah. he does it slowly as well. Mm. Um, but and we've all just... stepped and we've all stepped on a Lego, so we know how much oh, the Lego has. Never yeah. mind. But no. I'm with Donna from Home Alone 2. It's the electrocution because whoever thought, right, right, <laughs> he's getting electrocuted. Let's bang in a skeleton, like a skeleton prop. <laughs> that should fucking finish me. It's the that. scream, though. It's, it's the, how. Yeah. It's, it gets higher and higher each time it changes. It's so good. But it's it's the paint cans as well from the first yeah. movie when they just sw- and you can hear the you know the fall of the oh <laughs> it just knocks them. I know they did it. Yeah, I know they've done a Mythbusters episode and they actually proved that any like one of them things would have killed. The characters I think a lot of what Kevin set up would have murdered someone. There was a post, wasn't there, on uh, the Nerdy Up North community today where they were like, Kevin could have just called the cops at any I time. I saw <laughs> that. I he saw didn't. that. He enjoyed this. Yeah. He wanted them to die. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin McAllister is an evil genius. I saw that today. But there was so many like clever aspects to the traps, like going from like, Pouring water on the steps so it iced over. Um, like say, you can the, do that now. <laughs> but, but, like, say, outside. <laughs> what I did love about it as well is the continuity between the two films. Like, and Mark, when Harry got his hand burnt in the first one, mm-hmm. he still had the scar in the in the second one, and they harboured that anger and resentment as well. Um, but like say the like for me the bits I loved as well. Like say little things. Um, when Harry uh, opens the back door, gets through, and the bloke torch and uh, sets his head on fire, mm-hmm. and to the point where he jumps out into the snow and puts his head in the ice, and you and you see like the burn. Um, when Marv, Joe, like, Pe- Joe Pesci, got burnt, you know, for real. Oh, so, I hope, I hope he did. No, he did. <laughs> he, he did actually get burnt. <laughs> 
<laughs> doing it for the work. But um, the, like, see, if we're talking about Home Alone 2 as well, there's two elements, two parts that I absolutely adore, like laugh-wise where I cry. First on Home Alone 1 was when Marv pulls on the, le- the light cord and he's like just standing there going, why is this done? And he just stands there like dopey as fuck, looks up, and that's all you see is the, the the iron just smash him straight in the face. And you see the iron mark there, and he's just like and and as you said, it's the physical comedy as well. It's yeah. it's not just like he's having his face battered in, it's the reactions afterwards. Always, and but uh, Sam named it as well. When the bricks come off and Joe Pesci's mm. go going heaven, <laughs> like saying, uh, throw another one. And Marv's just like, no, please stop it. And he's just getting, and it's just like heads getting bashed in. But it's like the, it's what everything makes it is the sound effects as well, because it's not just like going or boom. It's like proper, oh, like, yeah. like oh, fuck, feel, your face is just caved in type thing. Yeah, you feel everything that they're getting. How beautiful did they make Snow look? Yes. Like I saw the the scene that I took today for the t- for the TikTok was when he was running home, and he says, "I got to defend my house." And you see the snow across the side of the road, and it's white and it's glittery, and it's just like, oh, isn't that beautiful? We don't get that over here in the UK. It's just black. When did they, <laughs> when did they film it? Because obviously, if it's Chicago, if it was actually Chicago. It might Chicago. have just been real snow. Chicago. 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 But yes, I don't, I, I don't know if they filmed it in Chicago. Like, fully, oh, but... it was. I, no, well, I think that house. The location, it's a real, it's a real house. Yeah, it is, because they get absolutely sick of people coming to it. I know, they've, they've built, I think someone posted a picture of the house. Now it's got a full on, like, six foot fence and stuff. So you can't even get close and take pictures now. Oh, it's, it's the same up. with um, the American yeah. Horror Story house as well. They've put a massive fence up. That's a shame that because that's they beautiful architecture. A couple of years ago, they did set they up did? an Airbnb and it was like $27 a night to stay in the McAllister house. Um, but that's if you go on Google cheap. Earth, it's crazy <laughs> cheap, yeah. If you go on uh, Google Earth, the entire street where it is, is blurred out. And the people who visit there, there are just signs everywhere. No parking for photos, no photos to be taken unless expressly <laughs> permitted. That they are the owners are so sick of tourists. Yeah. It was filmed. Why did you buy it? <laughs> it was filmed in Illinois. Chicago. Huh? About sixteen miles outside of the Windy City. Ah, right. I know um, Maxie, you can do the Home Alone tour tour in New York as well. So if you go and visit, you can go to all the places that Kevin does go to um, and stuff like that. But, but he is, like I say, a complete fucking mastermind, evil genius on the levels of, like, say, uh, Saw level of Jigsaw from Saw. <laughs> is like, he, was he not put down as being Jigsaw? <laughs> Just, yeah, like, that is Kevin when he's older. <laughs> no, that's the crossover when you see Jigsaw versus yeah. Kevin to say he would survive. But like, say even like the little thing, because I used to have the micro machines as well. So when you use the micro machines, I'm going to be honest, I did try and kill me dad with the micro <gasps> machines. I put them on the floor just to see if he would trip over them. You he horror. didn't. He, he didn't. He just, he just he just broke them. That was the thing. That was the annoying thing because when you stand them, they're just smashed because they were just little cheap bits of plastic. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe you tried that. You horror. <laughs> and um, like, say the other things, like say cling film was. I didn't put super glue, but I did put cling film across doors and stuff like that, so people were walking into. So that was hilarious. Um, but parents loved you. But this the little comments as well, like to each other. It's like, Harry, why are you dressed like a chicken? It's like, Bob, why have you got no shoes or socks on? It's like. <laughs> 
Like, then would there be things that you'd be worried about and then it's at tight moments. But imagine the rage. How angry would you have been after, like, say, because I would have given up. After falling over once, I'd have been, fuck this shit. This house isn't worth it. Um, I'm not, like, say, like stay up for the up for the task, but to be fair, that would have been a pretty shit movie if they did that. But, oh uh, yeah, it'd be like <laughs> over and done with. Kevin wins. <laughs> well, someone did a re-edit, didn't they? They're like Home Alone. If Marv had a gun, and it was like over mm-hmm. in three minutes, and it was like, oh, oh my look, god, it's a kid. Bang. Why would you write, <laughs> I'm sorry, but Marv, Marv is not responsible enough to have a gun. It really isn't. Like, Probably shoot himself in the foot. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. The um the little touches as well with this film is magical the fact that they shot a fake film for mm-hmm. it is just yeah. i think uh, because let's be honest did anyone else go and look for it because i did no. <laughs> i wanted to watch it I did. <laughs> uh, didn't they get a sequel as well for the second one as well yeah, they um, did. but the, to be fair though the standout like say again i love home on one and home on two but the standout performance in both tim curry like oh, he makes that movie so much exactly. enjoyable, and it's a, and it's, it's such a small role as well. But like the little things, like the, as I said, the, the character, like acting, like the facial effects, and I love it when they line up with the Grinch when he smiles when he works out that oh, Kevin that's... thing. It's just brilliant. it's his it's smile, isn't it? It's me and Michaela still do this. The finest in New York. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, this is, this is where my like fear of Tim Curry started. I think, really, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, the, the second one's my favorite, if I'm really honest. The second one, <laughs> the second one, it, it is literally the, sec- the same movie, but they do it to, like to grander scales, and there's different elements. There is cleverer bits in the second one, but like, say, as a standard, like. As a movie that came out by itself, like yeah. Home Alone, kind of broke the mold for what you're expected. Um, like as well, like things that you would think about, like when you go shopping and like the, the shopping assistant says, "Where's your parents?" and he answers them so quick and so cleverly. It's like you clever little bastard. Yeah, he he, he did he he did something in fraud when he was older. Um, <laughs> the the um, talk lessons boy, from his dad. Yeah. <laughs> The talk boy that he had it was one of, is probably one of my favorite Christmas presents I ever got. Me too. It was oh, so much too. fun, wasn't it? <laughs> I used I to do really... little ghost hunts with my talk boy. <laughs> I recorded the whole Muppets Christmas Carol and went and thought I was mint. <laughs> <laughs> did it have its own like little tape or did it was it pre-recorded like its own little sound thing? No, you just used to... tapes. Just all right. Just general tapes. The only thing you want thing you couldn't do you could slow the voice down and you could speed it up there was a button to do that but you know mm-hmm. how he uses his finger to do it mm-hmm. couldn't do that right. <laughs> which i was gutted about and i'm trying to press like the middle bit yeah mm-hmm. it was just a handheld one you could get a talk boy or a talk girl oh well, very cool like see i know um i didn't have a talk boy i wasn't posh enough to have that because uh i think it came out around the time as like the toy story toys as well so i was always trying to get me buzz and woody Yes, that's the one. That, that's the toy I missed out on was the Buzz Lightyear. Um, but you know, it was I, I must have been. I remember having that when we were down at Burkdale. I probably was about 14, 15 year old. Actually, <laughs> you've been, been cool. But I'm interested, no, because Donna said she was going on ghost hunts. Did you ever catch any ghosts on your on your talk boy, Donna? And the thing is, when I got the talk boy, it'll have been in the 2000s, so it wasn't when it was a popular thing. 
I just had it on my Christmas list because of Home Alone and I really liked it. But yeah, we, we um, me and my friend found this like abandoned pub thing and we used to go in and do these little, like ghost hunts. But one day um, we were in the middle of doing one and some guy walks when we both shit ourselves. I proper screamed and she turned around and screamed and we got the full record on. It was just looking at us like, what the fuck are these two kids doing? <laughs> so you were going on a ghost hunt and ended up scaring yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. E, Donna. <laughs> Isn't that every episode of Most Haunted Ever? Pretty much, yeah. 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 <laughs> and if you want to watch that episode, it's... <laughs> it's, a, it's available on YouTube. <laughs> 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 yeah, um, but the, like I said, that was the thing. Like A lot of the movies back then, they needed to have a gimmick to sell products and like make more money on. And I think that was the Home Alone one, because you couldn't really like sell paint cans to hit people in the face with it would have been entertaining but um it wasn't even like say uh i can't remember it was was there a game for this as well or did that yes uh, right. fucking dreadful was it like right. a sega genesis or something it was uh christ it was 1990 there was i believe it was the nes oh right. there was one for sega it was uh side obviously side scrolling it was just Fucking dreadful. Like you, could only, you could only get through a few levels before like throwing the controller. <laughs> see, I, I, like, see, I, I've gone, like, see, that, I think they're missing a trick here because, like, that will be quite an entertaining game, almost like Resident Evil style. But you're playing the burglars trying to get into the house and trying to get away from Kevin. Kevin's <laughs> so the villain. <laughs> so Kevin's Kevin's the villain in the game, and you're trying <gasps> to get through his house of madness and stuff. So oh, that I'll will be. That. <laughs> I like that concept, Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, um, and as well, like it, it had probably the iconic scene of the nineties as well. I think every one of us did it at one time. Uh, like, say, even when I started shaving, I was like, "Oh, this 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 doesn't happen. Why is it? Why is it like that?" But when he puts the aftershave on, he goes. <laughs> but yeah, um, I think everyone kind of did that as a kid uh, to the point. Um, like say my parents just to kick off for us because I used to just go in well, after shaving my hands and just put it on my face and go, why does it not sting? Why does it not hurt? <laughs> but did I don't know that I didn't have hair to shave at that time. I'm so glad the mute was uh, was like the, the scream was muted. <laughs> <laughs> that had been a loud scream. It wasn't that loud. I toned it down for you. But yes, I want to see your Home Alone impressions now. It's your turn. You're just going to uh, bottle it now, is. <laughs> Yeah. The audience are waiting. Gonna, just gonna let you do that one on your own. <laughs> Did nobody love this the scene where he threw the fake party and had Michael Jordan going around on a train? Yeah. Or was it just me? <laughs> I thought it was funny, but like, yeah, because like when you saw everything going on, I was like, when it went inside, it didn't match up, so it kind of pissed us off. And I got older, I was like, that that's just that didn't, oh. it's it's not even real. No, don't no, even, I'm don't, not good. now I'm not going to be able to not see it. <laughs> don't, don't say it movie magic because it looks shit. <laughs> movie magic. Like Hollywood magic. Hollywood magic. Questions. <laughs> yes. But then, they can't, again, because like, as you said, Home Alone 2 is pretty much just a carbon copy of Home Alone oh, yeah. 1 and just to see. They kind of recreate the scene, but instead of like having a party, they have Uncle Frank in the shower or doing, doing the singing from the Toy Boy and stuff. <laughs> Yeah, well, this can't be... Yeah. Um, Keep going, keep going, keep going. Also, the bird lady is Duffy from Casualty. And every time she comes up, 
Stuffy from Casualty. It's what? <laughs> it looks like Piers Morgan, Morgan, though. Piers Morgan, though. That's like, didn't he come out and had a tweet and say, people please stop saying I was not in Home Alone 2? <laughs> people said it was him. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's the most redeemable quality he's got, other than being a bell end. So, yeah, yeah. take and run with just it. Just take it. it. <laughs> it's, so um, it's when he, he, do you know, when he kept recording, Plaza Hotel. <laughs> <laughs> Why do little things like that make us like laugh so much? Like they're not even like supposed to be funny, but every time he kept recording it and just going, Plaza Hotel. But the, like, say when you're watching these films and stuff, like both of them, there's little things like <clears throat> either irritate you to the life where it makes you angry, but it makes you laugh at the same time. <laughs> like I, I get really, really angry at the, uh, like say the dinner scene on the first one <clears throat> when Kevin's just being told about Fuller. And how he pisses the bed. Mm-hmm. And you look over at Fuller and he's taking a big gulp of Pepsi and his eyes wide open and a smile. I'm just going, the little bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted him to go over and just, like, punch the bastard and say, you're not going to piss on me. <laughs> but even though it wasn't like, say, that, that type of situation, but kind of get you like, in that type of moment because it's like so cleverly done <laughs> and so cleverly wrote. But, or is it just me being an absolute nut? No, there? but that's going to be the tagline of this podcast. You're not pissing on me. <laughs> Macam Home Alone would have been fucking violent. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, I get what you mean. Because when you're an adult, when you're a child, you don't look at shit like that. You're just yeah. looking at you're looking at colours and shapes and movement. But as an adult, you start picking up on the nitty-gritty. And the yeah. fact that she left her son twice, that yeah. also used to pee me off. Well, she Did didn't she... Te- technically she didn't leave him twice. He kind of went off and like again. The, the most stupid thing as well, like, say, in the airport, like, they're rushing through, and he follows off into the different direction, and how easy it was for them to let them on a plane. Fuck, like, say, I know, like, say, we've all been on airport airplanes and airports. It, it's never that easy. It oh, never, no. you, God, you, you would rather wait if, for half an hour to go through all the tickets before um, letting you on a plane type thing. You wouldn't be getting on the plane. No, that's that's what would happen. You would not be getting on the plane. But obviously, yeah. this was pre nine eleven, wasn't it? So it was like, just go, <laughs> get on with the perfect. And then she just left him. She went, yeah. "Can you see your dad?" Yeah. All right, then, Charles. See you there. <laughs> like, Enjoy the flight. He was yeah. meant to be going because he was meant to go to uh, where was he going this time? Where, he was, no, was no, the Paris? second they weren't going to Paris the second time, oh, were they? Oh, no, Florida. The second one was Florida. 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 That's yeah. right. Uh-huh. Because they showed it raining. <laughs> I was yeah. like, because Florida is well known for its rain. And <laughs> <laughs> um, also the bit where he's trying to change the batteries on the bag. Yeah. Just wait. Mm-hmm. If you just just wait. If you just waited, <laughs> nothing would have happened. You you know fine well that you get into tricky situations, just just leave it. That's yeah. what it, that's another thing. Wow, we really are old. <laughs> I'm, <finding> that, <laughs> I'm picking the nitty gritty out of everything. <laughs> oh, yes, and like I said, I loved um, like even like the the cleverness of the the first one as well, where the counting heads and that little annoying kid again, another annoying little shit who wouldn't shut talking to the driver. Like, how many miles to guarantee? Guess do you fuck talk like that as a kid? No, it's like it's like why are you that boring? It's like <laughs> bring me back something French. <laughs> yeah. It's like taking pictures of the the disposable cameras as well. It's like who is this kid and and where can I punch him? <laughs> Coming soon to Nerdy Up North, Paul's top five kids I'd like to deck from TV and film. 
Oh, there's a long list. <laughs> that was that would go on for hours. <laughs> so many little shit. And that kid would be top of the list now. <laughs> but but if you watch it back now, there's like I as you said, it it there's never any perfect films. This is near enough perfect when it comes to like the fields and like say continuity and things that get right. But it it, it plays on every emotion because you love it and mm. there's things that you like you get you even get scared at times as well. Like when Kevin goes downstairs to the the boiler room and stuff like the laundry room because it's a posh fucking house. It's got a laundry room and the furnace starts going. The furnace starts going. <laughs> and, and, and like say Kevin's like shitting himself and stuff like that. And then like say as Kevin grows and starts becoming more independent and he's going shut up. Like say it's that type of little element yeah. that you, you kind of love and that growth that you don't not expecting from is such a slapstick comedy. Mm-hmm. It, it's got these things in, but it's got the most annoying little shits in the film as well. Yeah. Like all the kids you want to stab. Oh, these brothers and sisters, especially the yeah. one with the uh, what the French call les compétents. Oh, yeah, fuck off! Out of punch that. Yes. I can see if I was Kevin, I would be like having fights with his siblings all the time, especially it, like say eating his pizza, the cunts. Like, yeah, you know, like eating, eating someone's pizza. That's the shit. It's when Buzz goes, Kevin, get a plate. <laughs> I would have kicked him in his nuts squarely. I, honestly. And then on the second one, where he makes fun of him for mm-hmm. singing, that's yeah. horrible. He deserved everything he got, and Kevin still got the blame for it. Yeah. That is just good parenting, isn't it? And he was get like so. What I got uh, confused about the punishment was you, you got to sleep in the attic. How mint was that room in the attic? It looked pretty cool. <laughs> I would have lived there. I would have went fuck you. I'm not coming out of here again. <laughs> it just makes you realise why Kevin didn't want to spend time with his family because I wouldn't want to spend time with those people either. They were mm. not nice. His uncle yeah. was, for all he had, so he had some quality about him. <laughs> a little what bit. Did you always call him a little twerp, was it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uncle. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, what? there is a deleted scene that's just been released. Um, as Sean and being nice to him. All right. So there's a reason why obviously got deleted because he wasn't nice to him. <laughs> yeah. A little, I think Martin's just posted a little jerk. He oh, calls a little it. jerk. Yeah. Look what you did, you little jerk. He proper but, emphasizes the jerk. It's like fuck you, you bald twat. <laughs> <laughs> you cheap my... bald twat. <laughs> yeah. You cheap old bag, go pay for some pizza before you start giving that shit. Oh, um. I've conveniently lost my wallet. It's the um, it's the bit on the plane where he's like, it's real crystal. <laughs> Get but, it in your but, bag. But, I actually but, would do that. <laughs> my dad does that every time. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> we do when it comes to beer, unique beer glasses, put it in your bag. <laughs> yeah. But see, one question as well, I, I know I posted in the group, but not many people did respond because, like I said, everyone hates us. Um, what, if you if, if you were going to be a, like say a dynamic duo or like Marvin Harry, what would you call <laughs> your, your crime your, 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 the crime wave or the like? See, because I know they call themselves the Wet Bandits and the Sticky Bandit Bandits. So, what would what would yours be? What would your names be? Oh, on. that's such a hard one. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> don't start something perverted already. You can see. No, I was laughing because Tucky said something perverted. Oh, what did Tucky uh-huh. say? The moist fist. The moist, the moist fist. fist. Wow. Would it be would, Power Rangers? Would it be fully lubed as well? Oh, it's moist. <laughs> no, apparently. <laughs> as he as he thought about this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh on. God, I don't know. 
don't know because I'm really <laughs> shit at doing names. Like it takes us forever. It used to take us forever to pick up an avatar name, like for me computers. Mm-hmm. And so what I came up with was terrible. <laughs> Goodwill's thinking now is good. What can I be? What can I say? I think I'm something fun. I'll team up with Goodwill. <laughs> and B. I don't know. So we can do a cocktails. <laughs> the cocktailers. The cocktailers. The cocktailers. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Oh my god, Donovan and Goodwill are the cocktailers. No, oh. no. You're a cocktail. The cock sucking cowboys. Boom, done. <laughs> Next. Moving on. The cock sucking cowboys. I love the fact that Goodwill is so comfortable with himself that he will go with cock sucking cowboys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I it's love delicious. it. It's delicious. And so's the drink. Now, moving on. It's amazing how we've managed to talk about a wholesome Christmas film to now referring to Donna and Goodwill as the. What was it? Sorry, the. Cowboys. That's it. That's it. <laughs> but I'm, I, but I'm still, I'm laughing, I'm laughing in the chat now because uh, Beth said she would be the fidget midget. <gasps> oh my god! Where has this night gone now? Sorry, this is what Chris- happens. This is what happens oh, when we do Christmas specials. It's Christmas. <laughs> Can't oh, yeah. keep the debauchery out of this podcast. People from Sorry. work watch this, guys. Come on. <laughs> you <laughs> said it. <laughs> I know, no, I'm Your parents like... watch this Goodwill. Oh, the instant regret. Oh, dinner. Hi, Mr. and Mrs. Goodwill. <laughs> they are huge fans of Sammy and Paul. Oh. Why? <laughs> is it because it's all like the I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna be they're, they're gonna be texting you going, eh, Michael, uh we need to have we need to have some words. <laughs> Sorry, I, I would be the collector. Oh, he has that to go all serious The car oh, guards. You just sound like a sixties Batman villain. You do actually. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll be good with that. Thanks, yeah. yeah. Best time for Batman. It's like yeah, I would give you all wank punches. Whoa, whoa. My God, he said punches at the end now. <laughs> oh, I don't know. What I if really... Sammy and Paul joined up, though? What name would we get? The, the goth collectors. <laughs> oh, Sammy, you'd have to be something to do with pants. Oh, the, no pants the, no, the no pants collectors. <laughs> the, 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 pan, the pantsless bandits. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got really sore throat and that hurt. <laughs> Always leave nuggets. a trail of a trail, a, a trail of moisture behind. Uh, <laughs> calling cards are what kind of... <laughs> Oh god! And Grant isn't even on this episode. <laughs> so we should ask the group which you would be scared of more, me and Goodwill. I used to. I think I think I don't know if the kids involved. If his kids involved, it's definitely Paul because Paul is just fucking roundhouse kick every single sprog along. Uh, I think ours oh. sounds a bit more inviting, to be fair. It does, doesn't it? Uh, you, honestly, yours sounds, like, yours sounds like everyone's up for a good time. So, <laughs> like, so, so to, to, to lead on with that as well, so we've, we've already, if, 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 if me and Sam's going to be the pan, the spadlets, I know calling the card is leaving wet stains or marks on marks around. What would your calling cards be doing for me, the, the, the blowjob, uh, the cocksucking cowboys? The jizz marks. <laughs> the jizz marks, the jizz scene. But where were we leaving it? Everywhere. 
just <laughs> never look, look, look at a, a, like say what a, a UV light in Goodwill's room. Oh, God, my I, I can't discarded believe... Johnny in a cowboy hat. <laughs> I genuinely can't believe where this podcast has gone to. Even Lee said it's taken a dog. And Goodwill, you have to wear a mankini with the cowboy hat. Got outfits as well. Oh, no, no, yeah, John. John, I will do dress up, so you, you got to go along with that. I've got, I've, got, I've got the best calling card for them: a, a part of Buckaroo inside of a condom left behind. That sounds <laughs> expensive, though. <laughs> 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 You're a crime fighting team, though, John. Paul, come on. Exactly. I'm trying to rob people that don't have the money to buy condoms and Buckaroo papers. <laughs> Well, let's use plaque of plaque bags and just lassoes. I love the fact that John is thinking about this. They put Michael Hutchinson uh, prepare kit. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they're not turned hey, off. Merry Paul. Christmas, Nerdy you know. You know what his greatest hit was, Paul? A tree. Now move on. Oh, you see what Beth just put on the chat. <laughs> The cops, oh. cowboys, we come to you. <laughs> oh, God. Paul would be Hannah Paul, Hannah Paul Lecter. I like that. <laughs> uh. Oh, God's sake. Don't go. Yes. <laughs> I can't do so, uh, anything for that. <laughs> so we're, we're all talking about <laughs> comedy films as well, so... We're talking about a bloody children's comedy film. There's nothing oh, children... No. What he does... What Kevin does to them... He breaks them mentally and physically. Imagine, uh, imagine a modern day Home Alone with Macaulay Culkin at his current age, where he's just like, "McAllister's is back and he's pissed." <laughs> doing that, I'm sure they've done an advert. They did. Uh, like, yeah. say, when they, like, yeah, yeah. Advert, he went when back to like, the house. Yeah, and he was in like oh, saying, but um, mm, sorry. It, it, again, as I said, it is a wholesome film. So sorry we brought it down to that level. We, but, what, what we had to do <laughs> is make sure the nerdy up north stamp. Was on it, and debauchery was everywhere. We what couldn't a do a whole. E- oh my god, we couldn't do a whole episode of just being nice. <laughs> so. At least we're consistent. Oh god. Oh, Merry these Christmas. days I'd be robbing people with condoms on my hands. The rubber bandits. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what the rubber bandits versus the pantless bandits. <laughs> there you go. There we go. We've got the fight, names. Fight to the death. <laughs> There's a sketch. Um, but yeah, so how did everyone feel about, like, say, I know we've talked about, like, say, certain elements to it, like, say, the, the John Candy bit being amazing in the van, just absolute clarity. Um, the whole comedy aspect, even, like, say, the wholesome bit when she gets home to see Kevin and there's that poor reunion. But then five minutes later, the whole family return. And <laughs> say, say, part, that's annoying. It's like, you, you've spent all this money, you've spent all this time travelling, and you've basically got home five minutes faster than if you'd been just done what you were told. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but no, no, she had to look like she was doing something. The mm. I, I think I brought this up in the conspiracy theory episode. There is a conspiracy theory in Home Alone where mm. they're in the um, where she's arguing with the people at the airport, and there is a gentleman standing behind her who has a beard. And kind of like swiped over hair, you know. I think he has like a raincoat on or something. And people are absolutely convinced that's Elvis Presley. I should you not. What? Oh, yeah. Oh, well. Never heard that one before. Yes. Right. So I'm sure did... I shared that on the. Yeah, I've seen did it. Pop- say this guy. 
<laughs> Elvis Presley, Home Alone. What was Elvis <laughs> Presley really in Home Alone? An investigation find out. An investigation, really? He really wasn't. Because <laughs> he, he's really dead. Yeah. <laughs> but that is a that is a conspiracy that is that is oh, within wow. Home Alone. Actually, I've just thought of something that really irritated us. Not as, as still irritates us now as an adult, but really irritated us as a kid. Mm-hmm. Like, first thing is how inept the police officers were when you phoned up the cops. It's Mr. Heckles from Friends. Yes, it's Mr. Heckles and like how they keep passing them bot and and calling her like you say like a derogatory name because she's like a hyper. That was it. They were saying we've got a hyper on nine one. Hyper. Of course, you'll be hyper if your fucking son's left at home. But the hell, they just didn't like react or take her seriously at all. Mm-hmm. And the fact he's eating a donut and the donut drops out of his mouth and lands on the phone. It made us feel physically sick to see that. I was like, you disgusting, disgusting man. <laughs> Do you know, I think I can speak for three out of us here because we work within communication and eating down the phone is one of mm. the worst things you can ever do in the world. And you just can all go and jump in the sea if you do it. <laughs> If you do that to me, right, right, I'm going to do a public announcement now. If you ever do that to me, guys, and I'm on the phone to you, I'm fucking hanging up. Yeah. I have told people to not chomp down the phone to me. It's It's rude. It's disgusting. Don't do it. I've had people in the bathroom or in the toilet talking to us. Many times. Or asking for a loan on the toilet. How did you know they were on the toilet? Like, could you hear? Because you can hear that, Sheen. <laughs> you, 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 you can hear the flush. Yeah. Why <laughs> um, would the flush? They're like, <laughs> they feel like they're getting away by walking away from the sound, but yet you mm-hmm. can still hear the sound. Mm-hmm. I've heard yeah. someone in the bath as well splashing about. I was like, really? Oh my god! Like, wait, call back. Like, you don't need to do it straight away. Oh my god! Yeah, but people who chew and eat down the phone can get in the bin. But how nice did them donuts look? Did but still pissed us off. Yeah, Um, I get that. It's been it's been a few years and well, not a few years. It's it's been a while since I've seen the movie. Mm -hmm. Did they try and contact their neighbours at all? They all were away. Yeah. Like the whole street were away. Well, they robbed another house. Yeah. And they left the tag, didn't they? Yeah. The only neighbour that was in was the murderer guy for the salt. And they weren't (laughs) going to ring him because he was a murderer guy. But um, the only thing as well, I can't remember now, I'm just, my mind's in blank thinking about poo. (laughs) (laughs) Uh-huh. <laughs> I just saw um, Lee, Lee writes love getting sales calls and saying that you'll have to speak up I'm having a poo <laughs> oh, Lee. oh Lee. as long I as it's sales calls now. and you're not ringing in someone then that's fine <laughs> <laughs> I love that <laughs> but no, like, would you survive Kevin's house of tricks no, <laughs> no. no. I'd be fucked at the barbells like going into no. <laughs> I'd be, I turn I'm... that door knob I'd be out yeah. Did you notice the doorknob has an M? He had the M burnt into his hand, and that's how he recognised it. He didn't look at his face on the second one. He saw the M on mm-hmm. his hand. It took me fucking years to realise what that actually was on his hands. <laughs> it's McAllister. Did we mention uh, Rob Snyder yet with the chewing gum? Oh, oh no, no. no. The tip, when he keeps doing that, I do that to my cats. <laughs> Yeah, like I said, that, that was the American culture. I, I don't think I got that when I first saw it because 
tipping wasn't really isn't well it's coming out now in more in the uk yeah, but at the, at the time it wasn't really a thing that we got so i was kind of like why does he want a tip for taking his stuff up and i was just thinking he was being nice giving him chewing gum yeah me too i thought it was really nice here, yeah. well because in america it's part of their wage their wage yeah. is incredibly low it's the tips that they live on we're over here we don't have that because our wage is a standard set mm-hmm. across the board kind of thing i generally didn't get it what i love as well is when he's getting room service Mm-hmm. and all that ice cream it really makes my lactose intolerance stomach go yum and leah have you been watching the podcast i just mentioned no one's mentioned tim curry <laughs> I've, I've i went on a whole spiel how i love tim curry like said were you having a shit then lee sorry <laughs> uh lee <laughs> i've just realized what he said yes we did mention tim curry I love that bit <laughs> get on your knees and tell me you love me <laughs> i love you can we, change, can we change having a shit to getting alone I really think oh, oh god sorry <laughs> i love one. you i absolutely love that bit <laughs> who's the woman though I'm, I'm sure I'm... adam's family yes, yes that was it i was trying to work out who the like thing because as i said even the bell hops and stuff had great cuts like rob schneider like this is before he'd done anything of note shall we say uh looking very young in this as well just yeah but again Probably the best thing he's ever done. So to be fair, so from uh, 50 uh, first dates. 50 first date, I was going <laughs> to see. Oh, and Big Daddy. He's funny and Big Daddy. And slightly racist, but we're not going there. Oh, that's true. <laughs> oh, I thought it was funny. This is, this is how naive I am. <laughs> he's shouting Bruce Jiggle on the background. <laughs> I thought you said Jiggle. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's, 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 if, you, if you say the European gigolo, you can fuck off. <laughs> that one was a bad one. That was up there with Orgasmo. Isn't he in Grown Ups? Yeah. Yes, but that wasn't yeah. a good film. Uh, I like Grown Ups. I love Grown Ups. It's I one think, of my happy I think films. It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, me too. It's one of my happy films. It's when Adam Sandler decided not to be funny anymore. He was like being hilarious, like Billy Madison, uh, Happy Gilmore, and then yeah, let's do shit films like <gasps> no, uh, like that me. Jack and Jill crap. <laughs> Michaela loves Jack and Jill. <laughs> Maze. I just love Grown Ups, but Grown Ups, if Chris Farley was still alive, would have been a very different film because it was written for him. But that's that's another podcast when we talk about Adam Sandler, and I'm sure Donna will like oh, to come back to that one. Donna, you will have to come back, Adam. Oh, the Adam Sandler. Oh yeah, let's do Adam Sandler. I'll make a melody. <laughs> Donna's just professed that she's going to be doing Adam Sandler on the oh, on the I'm podcast. Sorry that that. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. <laughs> Look at her, she's like she's not she's not saying no. <laughs> the greatest con man in Hollywood, everyone. Paul. Oh, Adam, Adam Sandler. Sa- Paul. <laughs> I'm getting it. I wish I had Adam Sandler money too. Don't yeah. get wrong But um actually Sorry to go off totally subject. There's a interview on YouTube, I think I posted in the group the other day. Adam Sandler interviews Brendan Fraser. Oh, variety and like yes. actor versus actor and it's absolutely brilliant everyone like stop watching the podcast now please go and watch that it's oh, worth yes, it trust us <laughs> <laughs> no it is it's um because of the oh god i'm so glad you mentioned this so they've been doing these for years it's actor and actor and um, there's loads of them on youtube if you want to go and watch them just different uh, i think scarlett johansson and chris evans did a brilliant one but jennifer lawrence did one the other day and turned around and made this very big declaration that up until hunger games 
there had been no other action female action heroes in movies. Wow. Wow. I saw, I saw that. Did you see it? Yeah. Wow. I saw, I she saw. made that in front of oh, who plays um what's her name? She's in Suicide Squad. Margot Robbie? No. Um the other one. Who you mean? The one who looks similar. No, oh, I can't think of her name. Is it, is it James Gunn's wife? Waller. No, Waller. Oh, Amanda Waller. Oh, Amanda right. Waller. What, uh, the, the actress, I can't think of her name. I'm so sorry. But it was in front of her and she's going... Oh, yeah, Viola yeah. Davis. That's it. She's going, yeah, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. I was like, are you listening to what she's actually saying? I'm sorry. Did did Ripley... Ripley? <laughs> Beatrix from Bloody Kill Bill? Sarah Connor? You silly bitch. I really like Jennifer Lawrence, but wow. <laughs> Sarah Connor was a white wet blanket in uh, the Terminator, shall we say. But Terminator she wasn't to... in Terminator 2. Uh, yes. And it came out well before the Hunger Games. Let's not forget 2010. Yeah. Um, Jamie, Lee yeah. Cur- Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we could, the list could go on, but apparently Jennifer Lawrence doesn't watch films. Um, oh. I'm so glad you brought that up because that was really bothering us. <laughs> right. But if you want to watch a nice one, the yeah. Brendan Fraser and Adam Sandler is a good watch. So, where uh, yes. about, it's where they're talking about airheads. Like, it's, I brilliant do, film. I, it's amazing film. I love <laughs> that film. I've actually seen that film. <laughs> I just get really teary eyed every time I see him on the screen. I just want nothing but happy things for him for the rest of his life sort of tie up the home alone podcast like i said that's went on so different many different tangents that uh, i wasn't expecting um like i said it's definitely one for people to watch back yeah (laughs) Um, this is this is is how we bring christmas to the nerdy up north community right so what (laughs) so what would you rate this out of five first time ever Mm -hmm. i'm gonna go with a three three because i know i normally quit and Keep them. I normally keep them quite high, but I just—it's not something I—I I could quite easily miss this every year. Mm-hmm. Like I'm—I'm I'm not bothered about watching it. It's—I I like it. It's a good film, but I'm not going to be heartbroken that I've not watched it in December, and I have to wait until next December if I decide to then watch it. Home Alone Two, on the other hand, might be a very different different score because it's brilliant. Okay, give us a score for Home Alone Two as well. Five. Five. Because <laughs> I'm going to go and watch it after this. It's, it's pretty much the same film, but we'll, we'll not call it. It's got funnier parts in it. And I thank Donna for bringing it up. Uh, Goodwill. I'm going to say for both of them, four. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't like, I don't think there's there's such a thing as like a five out of five, damn near perfect film. Um, I think this is... Goonies. Uh, <laughs> my point still stands. But anyway, um, I... I, I I, I agree with Sammy though. It's you could easily miss it. Yeah. Um, whoever watches it in the summer needs serious yeah. psychological help. Need to get in the sea. Um, <laughs> my point has just been proven by Donna. Cheers. <laughs> um, but it's it. You can watch it. You can laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, and it for me, it's more of those treasured memories I have. Mm-hmm. With my grandmother yeah. twenty mm-hmm. god twenty five years ago. And <laughs> <laughs> um, that that keep it up there. Oh. What were you, Donna? I'm gonna say four point five. Oh. Oh Formula One or two. I'll just go for a joint collective. A joint collective. <laughs> so why so why not perfect? I don't know. I think 
there's not I don't know if there's many perfect movies, but yeah, I wouldn't read really it. <laughs> but it is oh. something that I watch every year with the kids as well, and to see Gareth laughing at the same parts as I did hysterically. So yeah. Mm. Oh. No, certainly. I, I would give, like I say, both of them four. It's not a perfect movie. It has its faults. It has its strong points. Um, I think the cast makes the film better than it was because mm-hmm. we've had copies since, like I say, and, and basically repeats, and they've not been as fun or as entertaining as the, the, these two. Um, like I think that is the major point as well, like say, uh, when it comes to it, We've got the cast on right, and they replaced people and brought people in and made things better. Um, but yeah, it, it's just like as I said, a, a holiday romp that will never go away or never age. Yeah, that's such a class. Oh, a nice way to end it. Holiday romp. <laughs> like this has been a romp of an episode. This has yeah. been definitely something. It's been honestly. <laughs> I needed this. This week's been incredible. Not like hard, but just draining at work. So I really needed this like release of laughter. It's been so much fun. Thank you guys. Any anytime. So that is our basic, well, kind of take on Home Alone and and other subjects and other <laughs> debaucheries. Um, I say I've thoroughly enjoyed it. I know we're going to fit in and another episode on Tuesday for you, lucky guys. We have got two special guests coming on the episode. They do their own podcast. Um, I'm just trying to get the words out now. Um, remember the name. Talking <laughs> Cowboys. No. No, no. But uh, that, that is was... such a good name of a good podcast, Donna. Let's talk. Um, <laughs> they are uh, called... Like Twitch name. Yeah, they're called The Prodigies of Hell. Um, so it's going to be a, a supernatural episode where we are going to be talking about our favourite episodes of the show. So it's not going to be a top five or anything like that. It's literally just going to be oh, talking through, talking through <laughs> episodes and, and why and why they enjoyed it. And probably Sam just going, oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember that one. <laughs> but, um, Was Charlie in it? <laughs> Oh, Charlie. Oh, Charlie. But oh, two, Charlie. Pod, two podcasts collide. Mm. Two podcasts collide, yes. So that's happening on Tuesday. Then we are doing A Nightmare Before Christmas next Sunday. So yes. we are going all goth and Christmassy then as well. So I I dare say that's going to go off on some weird and wonderful tangent in that export. But I think Charlotte is on there, so she'll probably keep us uh, more yeah. organised with her notes. Yeah. And then then I think um, if we can, me and Sam's going to try and do another episode like this on a Tuesday where we will be reviewing Scrooged. Yes. Mm-hmm. Going all Christmassy Carolee. Yes. So, yes, it's going to be quite interesting and uh quite busy so <laughs> <laughs> we, are, we are after the 100th episode we really are getting in as much mm-hmm. as we can before the end of the year um and where our because at the beginning of the year we've launched our brand new patreon um mm-hmm. so that's which we, which we did get a new subscriber to patreon after the last episode oh, God, yeah, there's uh, a new name. So there's a new name at the top, uh, a Christoph, Christopher Reed, Christopher Reed. I have seen, I've seen them comment on the group before. Oh, yep. well, thank you. Thank you to our already Patreons, two of them, which are sitting right in the room with us right now. 
Yes, they're, they're, they're paid to keep the lights on. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so you can find us on our community page on Facebook, also on our social media platforms, Instagram and TikTok. Thank you. And um, everywhere we, else. And anywhere. <laughs> and you Which? can listen to us anywhere that you find us. Give us a sec. Um, <laughs> you, can, you can listen to us anywhere where you find podcasts. We also have Twitch, which is run by our favorite jake and goodwill also charlotte's boot club which i believe is relaunching in the new year cool and i've got anything for you want to want to plug donna well you got a gob full of food donna <laughs> professionalism i've never seen donna try and swallow as much as quickly as possible yeah. oh donna. 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 donna and yes. plug in the same sentence in a few months, we have an event called Sunny Con, and <laughs> you could buy people tickets for Christmas presents. Yes, there you go, and help us fund Christmas lights. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and, and, that was and, the worst plug ever. It was just like buy tickets, <laughs> buy tickets now. But yes, Sunny Con is like I say a, a convention held in the northeast that we did uh, invade last year and had a jolly good time. So we're hoping to be there again this year. Uh, Have you submitted your panel form thing, me, Bob? I haven't, no. Um, uh, It's a good job we know the audience. I'm going to close them so you can't fill it in. Donna! It's not just him! (laughs) (laughs) Not letting any of you in. (laughs) Just get out! (laughs) So, yes, that's me told off today, so thanks, guys. Anyway, same back time, same back channel. Stay nerdy, everyone. Bye. Bye.